we don't get quiet enough to hear where our heart or spirit or souls lead us anymore. We numb and distract and ignore the intuition that comes from within because it's calling us out of our comfort zones and into our purpose. And most people are afraid of that. Hey there, I'm Allison Sue Elliott. Over the years, I've worn a lot of hats in my life, from business school graduate and the wife of a naval officer to homesteader, homemaker, and accidental sheep mom. Now I spend my time studying to become an East Asian medical doctor while also having conversations to help you figure out what it looks like to navigate life with wisdom, wellness, and purpose. From the foods you eat to the relationships you have and everything in between. It all affects how you show up in life. So let's make sure you're able to show up for the life you know you were meant to live. Welcome to the From Within Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about what it means when we talk about living from within around here. This podcast is literally named From Within, and so I want to be very clear about what this means from the get-go. So we'll talk a bit about that, but I also want to share a few stories about what this looks like in action. Anytime I start to follow someone online, I always ask a few questions, three of them being, where are they now, where did they start, and how did they get here? I want to answer these questions for you today. When I was a little girl, there was a scenario where I remember someone asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I think I gave a very generic answer, like a teacher or a doctor or something along those lines, and I remember that they told me, oh, well, it's okay. You don't have to have it figured out. You can be and do anything you want to when you get to be an adult. A couple days later, I was talking to my dad, and I said to him, I was like, dad, I can be anything I want to be when I grow up. And I remember so clearly that he looked at me straight in the face and he said, no, you can't, but you can be or do anything that you have been called to do. And I have carried that with me since I was a small girl. So many people these days, they appear to be searching for purpose. They look to their family and their friends, their peers. They look on social media and they look at influencers. They look to their school and to their jobs. They look all around them for purpose except for the one place that purpose lives, within themselves. I believe that you are born with your purpose, born for a purpose, and you carry it within you your whole life. I believe that it is as much a part of you as your personality, that the two were designed with each other in mind, that your personality empowers your purpose and your purpose provides your personality with meaning. And you might say, 
that's not possible because I don't like my personality. To which I would say, that's okay. You have probably been through a lot in life. Most people have. And the parts of you that you dislike are not your true nature. The parts of you that you dislike are learned behavior. Have you ever been in a situation where you something happened and you reacted a certain way and in the end you're like, why do I always react this way? It's because you were taught to react that way. It doesn't mean that's who you are and it doesn't mean that you can't change it or relearn healthier behaviors in a way that will serve your purpose. And now you might be asking, what is my purpose? To which I would say, only you can answer that. And you do that by sitting with yourself. You do that by getting quiet enough to hear your thoughts, your intuition, your soul, and your spirit. Whatever that knowing looks like for you, because that's what it is. There is just a knowing. I've, I've been asked before, how do you know what your purpose is? And I don't know any other way to describe it other than to say, when you come across it, there's just moments when something happens and you just know that that is the person that you are supposed to be in connection with, that that is the next thing that you're supposed to step into, that this is the next idea that you're supposed to pursue. It just feels right. And there's so much peace around it. There is purpose in it. It gets you out of bed in the morning. So whatever that knowing looks like for you, And one of the ways that you begin to get there is through practice. So this does not happen overnight. This is something that has, I will say, mostly always come somewhat easily to me because I was raised in it. My father, my mother, they raised me to know how to hear this knowing and how to answer it. Now, you might be saying, I hear you when you say that we all have a purpose and maybe you've always felt that way that you were made for something and you just haven't been able to figure out what it is. And so now what we need to do is help you discover what your purpose is and how to just feel really sure that you are on the right path. The first thing I would say is, Only you can know your purpose. So I think that that can be a little bit frustrating because we want to search everyone else. We want to see what other people are doing. It is very helpful to watch other people, but not for comparison and not to take that on, but because sometimes you don't know something is possible until you see someone else do something or sometimes someone will say something and it'll spark a thought or an idea or a moment or a knowing that catches for you. And you're just like, oh, that's it. That's the next step or that's the direction I want to pivot in. And so one of the things that I have found extremely helpful, and I will say this is actually the number one thing that I have done to get where I am today, is to just get quiet to sit with yourself. I think we have lost the art 
of sitting with ourselves. We distract with cell phones and TV and social media and just so many other things. We never give ourselves a moment to just sit and breathe and hear our own thoughts and our what our heart and our soul and our spirit is saying. And so when you start out on this journey and you're trying to figure out, okay, what am I trying to do? Where do I belong? What is my purpose? The number one thing I would say to do is to sit with yourself. Grab a piece of paper and a journal, type it out if you need to, and you just get quiet enough to hear your thoughts, your intuition, your soul, your spirit. And what you are looking for is a knowing that comes from within. There is a peace that I will say surpasses all understanding that will wrap whatever your thing is in peace. And so you just begin to get really introspective and you begin to ask questions and you begin to dive deeper into your soul and your mind and things come out that you will never have expected to come out. And those are the things that are healing And those are the things that become opportunities for growth. And those are the things that will set you on a new path, or it will at least enable you to know what next steps you want to take, what changes you want to make, what growth you want to see. I really like to do this with just a pen and a paper, a journal, and you just free write all of your thoughts and the emotions and whatever else comes out. And it can be a train of thought. So different things you can ask yourself. You can write out things like, what does your best, most confident, most prosperous dream future look like? What are things you don't like about your life right now? And what will it require to change them? What are things you've always felt pulled to in life? What are things that give you energy versus take energy away from you? When have you felt your best in life and what were you doing at that point? What works and what doesn't? And you just begin to ask yourselves questions like this in this line of thinking And you find and discover a lot of things about your life and about yourself that maybe you have never explored before. And it helps to answer and give you a knowing about yourself and what's in your heart and ultimately what your calling and your purpose is. It's all really just this act of pulling yourself out of autopilot and facing yourself your habits, your life to ask questions and make micro adjustments that set you more on the path that you were created to be on. And if you really aren't sure where to start, I have a free worksheet called the 1% Better Momentum Worksheet for you. It's a life audit that helps you figure out what will create the biggest impact in the fastest amount of time in your life. And it just helps you start to get momentum by just making 1% tweaks. It's a very simple worksheet and you can grab that in the show notes. Here's the thing. I really believe 
that we don't get quiet enough to hear where our heart or spirit or souls lead us anymore. We numb and distract and ignore the intuition that comes from within because it's calling us out of our comfort zones and into our purpose. And most people are afraid of that. The problem is that not stepping into your purpose, not living from within will leave you feeling empty. So that's really what I would say on this topic. You have a purpose. It is yours alone. You cannot live someone else's purpose and they cannot live yours. If you don't know what your purpose is, begin to get quiet with yourself. Begin to ask yourself awareness questions. Then look for the knowing. Don't be afraid to try new things. Don't be afraid to mess up, to learn new things, to take steps, then pivot and take more steps again as you figure out your path. Especially don't be afraid to try new things. That might be the biggest one. I feel as though there is an expectation to know what you want to do with your life and then to go and do it and do it well when in reality, I don't believe it's a straight line. At least it has not been for me and my husband, Josh. So I want to take a few moments to give you a few examples of how this knowing has worked in our lives. So when I met Josh, he was a midshipman at the Naval Academy. And at the time, I was in my first semester of college. Now, I was homeschooled uh, almost my entire life. And when it came time to finish high school, all of my friends went off to college. And I was just kind of here for a semester, super unsure of what I wanted to do with my life. I was about 18 at the time. And I remember that um, some of my friends came back from college to visit for winter break. And we had gone ice skating. And I was just out ice skating in the, you know, I think it was a hockey rink. And um, I remember being on the ice. And all of a sudden, I just had this moment where I was talking with one of my friends who was who had gone to college and I had explored going to the same college everyone else had and it never felt right. And so I didn't do it, but we were there and we were ice skating and all of a sudden it just hit me and I literally got off the ice and I went and I told my mom, Hey, I want to start at the community college. And so she agreed and she went and she helped me sign up for classes to start at the community college. But I had no other idea. I didn't know what I wanted to major in. I didn't know what I wanted to do from there. I just knew that the next step for me was to start at the community college. So I started. I got through the first semester. We went through summer. I started a second semester there and still did not, had never declared a major. In fact, I don't believe I ever ended up declaring a major. I just took um, the transfer credits because I didn't feel called to any of the credits or any of the majors that the school had, even though, you know, there was a lot of options to choose from and none of them ever felt right. And so I just kept going to the community college. In my second semester there, I met a midshipman 
and it was Josh. And I remember that up to this point, I had never dated anybody because it had never felt right. So I'm going to say this a lot. There are just certain things in my life and I'm just, I just know like that doesn't feel right. That's not the path that I want to take. And there's other moments where something will happen. I'm like, this is going to be a major life change, but I know that this is the right thing. And so I had never dated anybody before. And I met Josh and I think we had a very, very short conversation and I walked away from that. And I remember I went and I was like, I don't know why this is absolutely crazy, but if this guy asked me to marry him right now, I would say yes. And I just went and I like took that to God and I prayed and I was like, God, I'm not going to pursue this. So if this is supposed to be a thing, like you need to figure this out because I've never even had a boyfriend and here I am willing to say yes to this man. He didn't ask me right away. Um, we actually were friends for quite a while before we even started dating, but it was just that knowing. And I think that that is a really good example of it. And Josh actually said he kind of had the same thing happen when he went to the Naval Academy. But what a lot of people don't know is when he was looking into schools, he felt called, like he stepped foot on the Academy grounds during a tour kind of thing, like a college campus tour. And he said he set foot on the grounds and he just knew, like there was just this internal knowing there was a piece there that this is where he belonged. So he applied and was denied and he applied a second year and was denied and he applied a third year. And after three years of waiting to get into the academy, he went and enlisted into the, um, he enlisted into the Navy and his parents dropped him off at the recruiter's office and he was supposed to be sent to boot camp. And the recruiter's office got a phone call from the Naval Academy that said, hey, you can't send him out because we've accepted him and we want him at the academy. So he goes to the academy and what they have there is like six weeks of essentially boot camp. It's called plebe summer. And you're not allowed off um, the yard for six weeks. After that six weeks is over, they have what they call plebe parent weekend where your parents can come and visit you. His parents came and visited him. And it was during that weekend that Josh and I met. And if you don't know much about how the Naval Academy works and, and, and things, they, when they're first year, they really don't get to leave the yard a ton. And the way that we met was through church. And so it was very coincidental that we even met. The chances of us having met at any other time would have been so, so slim. And so it comes down to that knowing and just timing working out. And so I'm just going to continue to give examples of this knowing in hopes that it will help spark something in you. So Josh and I had met at some point we decided to, um, well, we were friends, we had started dating and eventually I had to declare a major for what I wanted to do. And I actually don't remember where I was, but one day it just hit me that I wanted to go to the University of Maryland and I wanted to major specifically, I specifically wanted to go to their business school, which at the University of Maryland, you apply to get into the school and then you have to apply to an individual program. And I felt so strongly about that, that 
I only submitted an application to UMD and I only submitted an application to the business school. I did not have a backup plan at all. I just was banking on the fact that I was going to get in. In hindsight, maybe it wasn't the best, but I don't know. I just had a knowing and I did end up getting into both the school and the program that I wanted. And so I went to the business school. I got a double major in international business and supply chain management. And I felt very strongly about that. Now, when I graduated, Josh and I got married and we moved to his first duty station. And with that degree, I acquired a dropshipping business because I could have gone corporate and that kind of was the plan originally. But once I realized how much Josh was gone and how much we traveled, it was, it was a weird mix to uh, try and hold down a corporate job. And so I just ended up looking for something that I could do from home, which it ended up being a dropshipping business. I didn't do it for very long, maybe two years, I think, maybe not even that, maybe about a year. Um, but I learned so much during that time and it is actually through doing all of the online stuff that led me to starting my first blog. It helped me see how I could make money online from home, how I could build a business or a brand online from home. And so that ultimately led me to what I am doing today. And so while that business, I would say it didn't actually fail. It just didn't go the way that I wanted it to or needed it to really. I don't regret it. And I do believe that that was part of the path that we're on now. So we got married. We were living in this new place. um, And then we decided that we wanted to buy a house. And we looked at so many houses and Josh would say like, do you like this one? Do you like that one? I'm like, none of these work. I know for a fact that I'm going to walk into a house and just know when it's the right one. And honestly, that is exactly what happened. A house popped up in the market one day. I called our realtor early in the morning. I said, a house just popped up. I want to go see it. We walked in and I said, this is the house. And we ended up purchasing that house and it was such a, we always call these like God things. Like it was such a God thing that this was the house that we ended up purchasing. It was everything that we needed. And the situation that came out of that was um, a completely aligned and purposeful situation. And so I just knew that that was the house for us. The same thing happened when we bought the farm. We had actually decided we were not going to purchase a farm or a farm. We were not going to purchase a house because at this point, after Josh got out of the military, we moved up to Maryland, um, which is where I'm from and where we met when he was at the academy. And the plan was to actually go um, live in China again for the summer because we had both lived there during college years and we wanted to go back together, but we moved back to Maryland. He got out, he resigned his commission. We moved back to Maryland. We moved in with my parents because we were just going to stay for a little bit until we got our stuff prepared to go to China. And two weeks later, the COVID shutdown happened. Obviously, um, we did not go to China. Instead, we got a little apartment and we just rented for a year. 
as our lease was getting closer to being up, we started to talk about what we were going to do. So at this point, we decided we definitely were not going to buy another house. Instead, we were going to get a travel trailer and travel around the country trying to decide where we wanted to live. But I, for whatever reason, was still scrolling through like the Zillow or the Trulia apps looking at things. And we had said if we ever bought in Maryland, we would buy in this very one specific city. And I was looking there and the very last listing was this farm that had very interesting um, copy on it. And so I sent it to my dad for one of his investor friends. And his, my dad was like, we'll set up a time and we'll go look at it. So we all went to go look at it and we stepped up foot on the property. And when we did, it was one of those things where it was like, I just knew. Josh and I have this very specific rule in our marriage, which is that we do not make same day big financial decisions. So we don't make any big purchases or anything like that on the day that it's presented to us. We always sleep on it. But we knew so strongly that this was the right next step that we shook hands for the farm that day. Like we had seen the farm once and we just had this knowing that this was it. And so we ended up doing that. And that is how we got the farm. There are just so many examples of this, where it's just this moment of knowing, and there's so much peace wrapped around it that you just know this is the next step to take, or this is part of the purpose. This is what you are called to. I'll give you one more example. So after we bought the farm, we had had it for maybe a little over a year. And a lot of things looked different than we had planned for when we bought it. There were more things that needed to be remodeled in the house than we were expecting. There were situations that we got ourselves into, for instance, um, getting the sheep. We really got the sheep way too early on. We should have waited longer or had a better setup because it was a horse farm. It wasn't really a cattle farm. And so um, there was a lot of things and preparations that should have been made that we didn't make. And it made it harder on us. So I went through a phase where I was just like so tired and so overwhelmed and I didn't know what I was doing with my life. I I had a moment while I did know what my purpose was, I also didn't know what I wanted to do next. Around that same time, Josh had decided that he was going to go to acupuncture school. He was going to get his doctorate in acupuncture and herbology. And I was like, great, that's super cool. You go do that. I'm just having a moment where I've got to figure out what my next steps are. And one thing that's really cool is that my great-grandfather and my great-great-grandfather were um, East Asian medical doctors in Korea. And I never met them, but my, I grew up hearing the stories from my grandmother. And so I, was su- I thought it was just going to be so cool that my husband was going to do this now. But I was feeling a little bit lost. Um... And just overwhelmed, I just had too much going on. So I needed to take a moment to do something for myself. Because sometimes when you're stuck, the best thing you can do is just move. Just take action in some direction to get yourself out of where you're at. And so that's kind of what this was for me. So I went down to the local crab shack. I applied to be a waitress. Uh, I was hired for the summer. So I worked there for a few months. But at some point... I was there and I'll say I had a love-hate relationship with it. There were certain aspects of it I 
absolutely loved. And there were certain aspects that were very challenging and forced me to rise to a new occasion. So one day I am there and I'm carrying a tray of trash away from a table. And this table was upset um, for reasons outside of my control. So they had just finished, um, you know, kind of explaining their frustrations. Um, I think they kind of yelled at me a little bit. And I just remember walking away with a tray of trash and saying to myself to calm myself down, it's okay. They're upset at you for reasons that are not your fault. You are here because you want to be here. You don't even have to be doing this. You could be getting your doctorate right now. Hey, wait a second. I could be getting my doctorate right now. You know what? That is exactly what I'm going to do. That is exactly, that just feels so right. And I went and I threw the trash away and I put in my two weeks notice and I went and I applied to the um, same school that Josh had applied to. My last day was the day before my 30th birthday. Uh, We went on a little vacation for my birthday, came back and started school. And it has been the perfect next step. It just feels so right. And I just want to encourage you in this. If you're starting to set the intention to live from within, to follow purpose, to step into that, to lean into whatever your calling is. It is not a straight path. But so often, I will say every time we have tried something new, it is always for a reason. We always end up needing something that we learn from that thing for whatever the next step is. An example of that would be, you know, after we had the farm, I had a video that went viral on Instagram and it was for one of our sheep and we started a drop shipped t-shirt or like merchandise shop or storefront online for that. And the only reason I did that was because I had all that experience from the drop shipping company that I had had way back when, right after I graduated from college. And you know, Josh, he has experienced the same thing in his life where between getting out of the military and doing what we're doing now, you know, he has started two different podcasts that he no longer keeps up with, but they served a purpose in that time. He worked for Cord Ferry, which is a corporate company where he was um, a recruiter to help people transition from the military to the corporate sector as they got out of the military. He no longer does that, but he utilized all of the skills that he learned there for what he's doing now, which is real estate. And what we've found is that the path is not straight, but there is purpose in the path. Like every single thing that we have done, we have needed it for our next step. And so I just want to encourage you, it is okay to try a lot of different things. You never know what you are learning that you will need for the future. If your path doesn't seem straight, don't sweat it. It doesn't mean you aren't on the right one. Today, we live on our little farm with our pet sheep and chickens. We're studying to be East Asian medical doctors and we're both doing work we love and feel called to. Each of these things are so in alignment for us. 
For us, this is living from within. This is stepping into what we're called to do. These are aspects of answering our callings. It's living in our purpose, with purpose, and for a purpose. If you are already living in alignment with what you feel called to, I would just encourage you to keep going. However, if you're not, I would encourage you to begin, to start small. It is not an all or nothing thing. You don't have to uproot your whole life. You don't have to have answers for your whole future. I certainly don't, (laughs) but I feel sure about what I am called to do in this season. So I really just want to leave you with that thought. It's not an all or nothing thing. You don't have to have every answer to live in alignment with your purpose, to lean into your calling. It's just one small pivot at a time, one small step at a time. So just begin to practice listening from within. It gets easier with practice and you also begin to feel more confident in your knowing. Well, what did you think? Did you get a nugget of wisdom in today's episode? I hope you did because that is literally what this podcast is here for. If you're ready for another episode or want to dive into show notes, discount codes, and freebies mentioned today, head to alisonsueelliot.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, I'm grateful for you and I'm praying that the words said here today are healing in ways you didn't even know you needed.